long so cast. I was playing We've Far Cry 2 with my friend, recently, and I not jumped the thing off a thing, and then I saw an animal, and then <laughs> Dude, my did gun Did I tell jammed. you about, how, oh, there was I, so I tell much you about the 45 I mean, minutes was, I spent oh, when I man. found the fucking... of April 2010, and this is the Idle Thumbs Podcast, Episode 6. I'm Chris Remo. And I'm Jake Rodkin. And we're joined today by Sean Famous Vanneman. Steve Gaynor is on assignment in Kiev. Hey, hey Sean. Hey. hey. Hey, friends. What's up, dude? Not a whole heck of a lot. For those who uh, did not hear Famous on his uh, first appearance on the, the Idle Thumbs Podcast during GDC, he, like Jake, is an employee of Telltale Games. We make they video make games there. Games. We, oh, make yeah. com- we make games with computers. We use computers to make video games. Yes, that's what we do. I hear that you love when people call you famous. It's pretty great. It's really good. I like when I'm playing TF2 at lunchtime and a stranger calls me famous by going, <laughs> nice cap, famous. Who the hell? <laughs> yeah, that's always great when that happens. So, Our goal, Thank you, Christopher. Oh, no problem. Our goal is well, to make I think the Jake Google auto-suggest. that, actually. If you can get to the Google auto-suggest where you put Sean F and it gets to, do you mean Sean Famous Vanneman? Yeah. The same way you can't get to Hot Scoo without saying Steve Hot Scoops Gainer? Yeah. Don't do that. I think we can pull that off. That's not. Anyway. We want Sean Vanneman to say, do you mean, did you mean Sean Famous Vanneman? <laughs> That'll happen. Yeah. Anyway. So we're here to talk about video and computer games. For sure. I'm going to be playing the role of uh, Steve Gaynor today. Oh, yeah? It'll be great. God damn it. I wanted to talk about StarCraft. Uh, <laughs> you're not allowed to. Or you can, and then I will say something mean halfway into your first <laughs> sentence. Go ahead. Oh. Try. <laughs> Did you guys see this crazy fucking Infinity Ward nonsense? Mm, yes. This, is, this has been ridiculous. This is like, going to be a movie, maybe. It is going to, yeah. It's like uh, Pirates of the Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. people keep actually referring it to when I oh, talk to Do they really? I hear, oh. yeah. That, I'm that's lame, the third person. No, but it's okay. I mean, that just means hive mind. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It just means you've been subjugated by an alien race uh, with no will of, of its own. It just um, means you're somebody who's in their 20s and lives in San Francisco. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Pirates of Silicon Valley, that TV film movie. <laughs> but no, it's crazy. Yeah. It really is. Like uh, every, I mean, at this point, every, like we, you know, we, we cover all this stuff at Gama Sutra because we're explicitly about the industry side of things. And I mean, every day we've had multiple news stories about Infinity Ward because some other incredibly high profile person will leave and I don't know, maybe they'll go to the new, like there's a new studio being set up by the, is. Uh, it, that exists. is set up. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't have a building yet, I don't think, or anything. And I don't really think they but have. But they have EA Partners funding. Yeah. <laughs> they got the, yeah, they got the Brinks truck, which is nice. But I guess you get that when you make a. The Brinks truck? The Brinks truck. That's where the money comes in. Ah. The Brinks truck. They back it up. Yeah. And beep. Just shovel it into the beep, office to beep. dump it. Yeah. And yeah. then a door flies open and just take what you want. Please leave some, but you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's funny because you just imagine, like, that's such high stakes. I know. Like, like and just like, what was the. What was I don't know what it's like to work at a place where like that could that stuff is on the table and happening in front of you. It's got to be crazy. I don't know. I know. Ooh. 
weird. Well, there might not be a lot of people watching that in the near future. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like that studio is just going to be gutted in the near future. Or, like, it seems like it's it's being gutted in slow motion right now. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's there's still a Call of Duty to be made, though, right? So Yeah, but the... Um, but new dudes are making that, yeah, right? Like the guys new, who left EA? Yes. There's a little, like, <laughs> there's a little... Like, going on yeah of, this is like a yeah. base trade it's like here's my dorky analogy it's like in starcraft when they, <laughs> oh so wait, you're gonna talk about starcraft now when you get rushed by like one of your opponents rushes you and like immediately runs into your base and your whole army is out in the middle of the map and he starts taking out your base and then instead of defending you just run right over to oh, his so base it's like pikmin and start fucking that up when yeah pikmin is like they're going too. for your marble exactly well this is essentially i mean so they're going for you know ea and activision going for each other's marbles right which yeah. is, I like the snideness in the in the press releases. It pleases, or just in the comments that there's like the sound bites that get posted about. But it. Activision just like it's to be expected from these fuckers. <laughs> no, Whoa. it's hilarious. Jesus. Scheming. They call them schemers. <laughs> <laughs> like cut to like insert shot of like Gargamel and Snidely Whiplash or whatever. Right? Yeah. I don't know, just new, I guess, or comic book guy apparently. It's funny because they are like the they yeah. are like the old dude from uh from Caddyshack or something, and like then there's like. EA is like slick haired and like oh yeah well, whatever EA, dude did you, see the did you see the statement from EA when this was right before it was revealed that EA Partners was funding Respawn the new place mm -mm. and uh, so we contacted them to ask them about because um, at this point even though it had not been officially announced the rumors were incredibly strong just that like EA, EA was going to be involved these guys yeah. Up, yeah. and this was right when Activision had countersued those guys calling them schemers right and uh, and so we contacted EA <laughs> you're a schemer yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was that was their legal defense. Yeah. <laughs> Schemers, uh, three counts of scheming. And so we, uh, the the official statement about this to us from EA was, um, sorry, you know, we really, we just, there isn't enough time in the day to comment on on the oh, lawsuits yeah. Activision continually brings against its employees. Oh, that's the quote I was thinking of. It reminds me a lot in terms of just like whoa of when Double Fine yeah. and this brutal legend stuff was mm -hmm. happening, where. It was just like, what, was, what in the world are you guys all saying? Where, like, the quote in the press release from Tim was like, the quote Beyonce, if you liked it, they should have put a ring on it or whatever. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> well, like, and that's then, just, that's yeah. the response out of EA. Yeah, well, whoever's in charge actual, of that EA message deserves a fucking high five. I think it's Jeff Brown over oh. at EA. Yeah, he's, I think, the one who's usually oh, responsible for that. The and tone he, of, the tone when they, that they engage these sorts of things in. Yeah. Pleases it's me to know. It's flip and really hilarious. good. Because like, <laughs> the, the Double Fine one, didn't they also say something like, well, it sounds like, uh, oh, like a jealous, a jealous husband yeah, yeah. Like, what yeah all that stuff is just it's it's hilarious yep. well is it i'm kind of i mean even though it's kind of immature and ridiculous i'm glad it's getting to that point because that's how most other industries operate and for the usually traditionally the video game industry is so it's message like controlled that every single statement yeah. is just the most like spineless ground like just weak ass legal statement ever and at least we're finally getting i mean this stuff is childish anyway regardless of how you frame it so you might as well frame it honestly you know what i mean like this is this is pe extremely rich people bickering over additional millions of dollars like at the end of the day that's what's going on and so if that's what it's going to be you might as well so you might as have well people call just each other address schemers it and yeah, jealous husbands exactly, and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, i mean and quote beyonce an official form yeah, yeah. not that uh, most game developers are rich people but certainly these two guys are not right poorly you know that bad off at the moment so uh but like it's I mean, it, it, unlike any other kind of industry in, in like, I can't think of another industry that's quite like the game industry where the audience for the product is so ready to kind of 
pick a side. And yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. like well, it no is one, like no one like you can be a film lover, but you're not like oh, executive shakeup at Fox. Like yeah, no exactly. one like what? Yeah, no yeah, one gives yeah. a shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, they immediately gets textured as I these mean, dudes are the little guys, and these you know what I mean. It's like well, the reason for that is that at the end of the day, like the games are still made more by corporations than movies are like mm-hmm. even an independent development studio that's a corporation well, that's true, but that is making this game that like on in top a, of the fact that games for the longest time like and being fans of games it was about being the fan of a studio like exactly, you're the yeah, fan of right. these 40 I mean, dudes who exactly. have an office and i mean they weren't always corporations it was like you could be a fan of id software but now Bethesda Softworks, I guess, right? Or yeah. who is is that? Who? Yeah, Zenimax, which also Zenimax, Bethesda, yeah, right. Uh, that sounds like a make believe corporation in a Zenimax <laughs> movie. Yeah, Zenimax <laughs> might be the villains from yeah. Sneakers. Yeah. Uh, um, <laughs> but it's you know like all that stuff has escalated now, where it's just. Oh, I love I love those guys who made Warcraft. I know. Oh, you I, mean Activision? You mean Activision Blizzard? <laughs> right. A like global conglomerate that is majority right, like, owned by like, French media conglomerate Vivendi SA. Like, like what? I thought, I thought, I thought <laughs> the Bundy French was, Waterworks. Like company. I thought Bundy was Bungie was the shit when they made Marathon, and then it's like, oh, you mean Microsoft Game Studios internal development? Like, <laughs> right. uh, I guess that's what I guess what. <laughs> but those guys leave, and it's it's like they're literally like right, high fiving fanboys on the way out. Right. You know? I was it's like, like, woo! But it's yeah. it's so odd because that. Nothing, no one else is like that where it's just like yeah where the creative people are effectively like, owned by right. the distributors yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's very and it's not in those it's weird clusters where it's not like warner music has announced the acquisition of this artist collective from austin like that just doesn't mm-hmm. you know that never happens yeah it's it's weird. The only yeah. other, the it's, only it's, other it's old Hollywood studio system is what it is, where the creative people are directly employed and contracted to the studios, yeah, and mm-hmm. they hang around there for years and crank out thing after thing after thing basically yeah i I mean you can kind of i was going to compare it to and actually this is actually a decent comparison because it didn't the west and zant what's his last name the other guy uh zampanella what the guy zampella and west West. they left did they leave ea originally to go start infinity war they didn't leave ea technically they left 2015 2015 which was doing was published by ea valor of men of valor which, which was no. doing medal of honor medal of honor they went yeah. to do men of valor I know, they went thing. to do call of duty one right right but like they're coming back or in the kind of a lassiter-esque yeah. fashion well, and they dressed that recently around. and they basically said what everyone else who's signed up with ea partners said which is well this is not the same ea that was 10 years ago mm-hmm. which you know you never know how true that is but it does seem like ea partners is a pretty decent outfit pretty awesome yeah they're put out a lot of stuff i like yep yeah mm-hmm. me too i the, the like percentage Doom. of uh of like of any sort of discreetly named publishing unit ea partners has an incredibly high rate of success for m- me personally in terms of my interests yep mm-hmm. they make all the best games yeah <laughs> they those make guys them. totally develop all the best games it's great <laughs> yeah like man yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've said, I mean, that's, that is like what I think a lot of people think though. I mean, I think I've told the story before about it, my friend who was like, oh man, Activision is coming out this game. That's awesome. Those guys made Tony Hawk and I love Tony Hawk. Like Tony Hawk 2, that was great. And this says Activision on the box. This game's going to be good. I loved Madden and they're making Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah, so. exactly. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> like that's, yeah. I've no. had, I've, I've talked to people who made that exact same. It was literally with Madden and I don't remember what the other game was. It was like the Mass, orange box. It was like Mass Effect or something. It okay. was like, yes. So, and they were like, you know what? I knew I wasn't going to enjoy this because I bought their Madden game and that wasn't good either. And I, ugh, I shouldn't even have tried. And I like, this is something I've actually heard. And it's, you know, mo- your average dude is just, why would they know? You know what I mean? Like, they don't. Well, because in Madden, 
uh, it says sports underneath and is surrounded by sort of silver <laughs> swirls. When right. in Left 4 Dead, or I mean in uh, you Mass know in, in Mass Effect, it's sort of glowy and blue, it's like, a blue like it's from space. Yeah, it's like space. So it's different companies. Right. They should know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of them says sports, and one of them says partners. I don't think they. Oh no, it just says EA. It just says EA, and it's oh, it's they put some sweet graphic design. It just says EA, but it doesn't say EA. Like the Brutal Legend EA logo is cool. To to EA partners credit, though, they do put the developers on the box. Oh yeah, Mm -hmm. probably because a lot of those guys wouldn't sign. Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. But yeah, if you look at their rundown, EA partners, it's good. Very impressive, impressive stuff. They make games there. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) they do that. Man, uh, sorry for this to be newscast, but. uh, a newscast. Um, but did you have you guys heard anything about the weird StarCraft like gaming gambling scandal in Korea right now? Uh, no. A friend of mine who listens to the podcast uh, said, "Tell Chris to talk about the Korean gaming scandal." Oh, I will do that, friend. Oh. I'm going to ask questions about it because I don't know anything. There's about a gaming it. scandal I hear about on StarCraft one. one okay, because like, that's the professional the scene that's still all oh, StarCraft because okay, okay. it's the right. one that's actually out. And so, um, basically, what's happening is apparently this has been going on for years, but it's been more widespread. It's, been more widespread than anyone it's suspected. Just are there are people, fights. exactly, pe- like big, <laughs> high, like, top, yeah, like top level pro gamers who earn lots of money, or like at least have in the past. I think some of them are guys who are past their prime are getting paid like big money to, uh, you know, to throw games that where the odds are stacked really heavily, obviously. And uh, and so then the people get... are betting on StarCraft in Korea. Well, in in Korea, StarCraft is a bigger sport than like basketball or baseball. Like it's huge. Hmm. It's really big. If you're a professional StarCraft player who like who is, you know, near the top of your game, you get recognized on the street. Like I was just interviewing some guys for a story I'm working on, and one of them is this guy, Nick Plot, who goes by Tasteless. He's an American commentator who lives in South Korea, and he even he says he gets recognized on the street all the time because he does the English language commentaries for their for broadcasts over there. Uh or he's one of the he's one of the better known commentators. And uh it's so easy to throw a fight in StarCraft if you think about it. It's not like having but to like take a punch and you know like you have f- to make it convincing though because this is you have to think this is an audience that you just like, create like one extra zergling right. Well, like, yeah, but that's that's but send I mean, him on some recon. <laughs> no, I don't. But know. But you have to remember these. You got these. You have usually at least two commentators who are like know your play style, who know mm-hmm. what optimal moves are most of the time, who are like analyzing everything you do, and so you've got to be good enough to keep them from noticing. You know what I mean? That you're just fucking up on purpose. Mm-hmm. And if you do it all the time, you know, I mean, I don't really know the details of how this, they're doing it all the time. This breaks down in terms of like, you know, how it's organized, but it's definitely a thing that has uh, like really caused like people are getting looked into for because regardless of but what, how do you prove that? How do you prove that? Like, you know, how do you prove that anyone throws a fight. Well, I think they I, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, I guess you're right. I think they like uncovered evidence. Shut up. <laughs> of Like the actual of the transactions. transactions stuff, right, yeah, right, right. And, and they they have found people who like leaked names of this like growing list of really prestigious guys who have been doing it, including some like really current big name dudes who are like, you know, past world champions and stuff. Like it's a crazy scenario. Yeah. Starcraft is weird. And so a lot of people are saying this is actually right now. This is like this hilarious golden age because everyone's so afraid to do like, there's such a spotlight being shown on this stuff that people say right now, like this week is like the cleanest period of Starcraft ever because no one's going to risk, you know, so right. mm-hmm. I mainly just think it's hilarious that you can say that, you know what I mean? Like, like everyone's like, there's a the game this week, there's a steroid yeah, era of, right. Star, yeah, of, Star, of Starcraft, a fucking, a video game. Yeah. To me, that's asterisks hilarious. in the record books, yeah. except for that one clean week in 2010. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
so so that's super weird um this stuff is so crazy that the whole idea Starcraft of game scene, like, there's uh, nothing I, I don't that. even know how to even get my head around that yeah this it, is it really is like sports. a sport it just that that is the comparison You've yeah, got but, teams sponsored by huge, like Samsung and huge telecom companies sponsor teams. Like you know, these guys practice ten, twelve hours a day. I mean, they, I played a lot of StarCraft, so I see like where the I see where somebody can become right. amazing at it. I, you know, it's one of those things where it's yeah. like you play a sport and you're like, okay, I can play. Ba- I play a baseball game, but I see in all the finer details how people become otherworldly at it. Right, right. You know, so I see how that exists in StarCraft. Yeah. But I don't see how there's just no frame of reference for yeah, in the like West. how that's yeah. interesting. But like th- these guys are, so, I, I saw a commercial on YouTube of one of these guys, Jay Dong, who did a shoe commercial, like for dancing shoes of all things, not even anything not remotely, even, to, not, not even gaming much. shoes. And he sits down all <laughs> and like th- this. He this stuff is so ingrained in that culture that they made a joke involving the word Zerg. Like he was spelling out all these adjectives about the shoes, and one of them was energy. And he first spelled it as Zerg, and then like the Z turns into an E, and then it's you know spells energy or whatever. But uh, but in Korean, no, then in English, Korea oh. loves those Zergs. I mean, I think I think a lot of people in the Asia fact have some. Yeah, like level of they can spell English. zerg that's the first the word uh, kids <laughs> learn how to spell yeah but i mean like Starts that is just something yeah. that zerg <laughs> that's like a tangible example of something that is just so far from ever being able to exist in in western countries it's just well that's because uh, here when you die in the game you die for real that's true yes, so yes, that yes, will true. never be accepted in the west <laughs> where we have that rule where that rule exists yeah, yeah. it's holding back professional gaming yeah <laughs> Fuck you. <clears throat> Sorry, what was that? Go on. <clears throat> Sorry. I said no gold bloom laugh. I said I would. No gold bloom and I you failed. Dabbled in it. So yeah, that uh, was that. It's a little touch of gold bloom. That's yeah. insane. Uh, did I um have you guys talked about I know I try to listen to most of the cast, but you guys talked about Flotilla? This is like one of the most. Ex- yeah, we talked about it a bit when it came right when it came out, basically on the PC. Yeah, because now it's on um, Xbox Live Indie Games, Xblig. S- it's true, Xblig, yeah. which is really. I mean, I, I think it's kind of interesting being like, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to put it up on indie games and charge five bucks for it, as opposed to going through the rigmarole of getting it on That's the market. Well, like, you would not be able get to it publish it, it. Yeah. right? Anyway, and if he did, it would take so long. Mm-hmm. No, I think it's cool. That you that might even. A, I mean, you could even still try to to do that, but just in the meantime, put it on. On X Blig, in case you never get on X Blah, you know you go on X Blig to preempt X Blah. Right, that's so. true. Yeah, but uh, downloaded it on. Oh, I played it on PC a on, little on bit. On the Blig, okay. on the Blig, yeah. went to the Blig, got on the DL, and uh, played it. But I had a buddy over and we played it split screen. Nice. And it is a highly recommended video oh, gaming really? experience. It's so good. That's cool. Because you split your flotilla amongst the two of you. Oh, so, so it's you not ha- versus. No, it's so good. So it's like you start off and it's just the same story. Yeah. Where it's like you have seven months to live. Right. Go on your last adventure. Yeah. So it's you and your friend, and then you each have a name, your gamer tag, and I think he can pick another name or he had a silly name, so I think it was assigned. But then you have your flotilla and it's like, okay, I'll take this ship, you take that ship, and then you both do the move turn at the same time mm-hmm. and then you hit go. And then it's const you're constantly like you don't switch off who who controls guys at the same time. You both control guys, like specific guys. Yeah, you yeah. have your flotilla right. and you split yeah. it in half if yeah. you want to, right. and then you get extra guys. And it's like, oh, do you want the slow dude? I'll take the slow dude okay, for now. Yeah, when right. I get the next guy, you can have him. And it is a, such a superior way 
to go through the game because you're constantly talking during that setup phase about like, right. okay, go a little higher. No, I'm going to go around the left side. No, no. If he comes to me, you're going to do this next turn. Oh, it's so good. That's awesome. It's yeah, very, very good. We we went all the way to the point where you die at the seven months, and I had never done that in myself by my myself. Mm, yeah. Because when you play by yourself, you like, it's weird. Like, I find that I'll rush more. Or I'll be mm. like, oh, I can kill these guys. Right. So I'll you know I got two dudes. I got two mans. So this guy's just going to go as fast as he can to here and like. And I'll keep him in harm's way because I got two guys and I just want to get to the next level. Yeah. But when you're playing with your friend, like if your guy goes, your friend still goes, can still keep playing. Right. So he will just keep winning. Like, I mean, he can keep going and you just want to be back in the fight. So you're right, really right, right. super protective of your dudes uh, and your yeah, flotilla. Yeah, you don't want to be left out. Yeah. Of course, oh, yeah, it's totally. so good to play co-op. Play yeah. this game co-op, spend $5. And so for, for good. people who have their, if people have this on the PC, if you, you know, have your PC in a configuration where... That is, you can play split screen like my PC goes into a TV. It's also split screen on the PC, so oh cool. That's a, a global feature for that game. But yeah, that's that's really awesome. I never, it never occurred to me to try actually. The dynamic is amazing. That, that very, sounds very similar to um, Warhammer 40k Dawn of War 2, which is a, a really mm-hmm. really good game, and that is basically how the co-op works in that. Like unlike most RTS games, Dawn of War 2 is is about a very small number of, of units like you play the game and you have you control four squads and each, you mm. know each squad is one collective so you just give one order to a squad you don't have to manage mm-hmm. each of the guys individually and in co-op it's literally just you take two of them and your buddy takes two of them and it's exactly what you described oh I'm, you know you, yeah, you get awesome total like investment in it game. because you don't want You'd one like of you it. to fall behind or die yeah it's really good oh i would love that game and uh it's 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 a really fun way to play i i um I played a, a whole bunch of it with a friend co-op over the internet, and it was a total blast for exactly, mm-hmm. the, like precisely the same reasons you described. It's a real-time game, not mm-hmm. a turn-based game, but it's got that exact same dynamic of you both want to be cautious. And in that mm-hmm. game, it's cool because your unit, all of the four units are very, very distinct. Mm-hmm. You know, you've got the scout, and you've got the commander, and you've got mm-hmm. heavy weapons and all that. So you each have very specific roles that you that you you perform in in concert. It's it's rad. Mm-hmm. So that yeah. kind of stuff is cool. It's cool when developers uh, fool around with co-op like that. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to just... Uh, because most co-op games these days are basically shooters where, well, you know, you both Strategy co-op is a, is a fun thing often, as yeah, you can but probably it's not, attest. It's not that common, though, is it? Well, no, but, I mean, we have just, we've just talked about two, and I know you and Nick play StarCraft co-op all That's the time. That's true. But I even then, call it's that like, yeah. co-op, though. That's like a team it's, it's game. It's team versus, but it's... Yeah. it's yeah, I guess it's a slightly different dynamic. But it is still really fun for some of those same reasons, so yeah. But like we essentially had like a three, I mean, I think it took us probably two hours to beat the campaign. Oh, um, just. But like we essentially, <laughs> <laughs> ugh, I just sit next to Eric for two hours. Um, but uh, we essentially had a two hour conversation because of the pace of the game was really nice. Where yeah, it's like, right. Because there's that setup phase yeah, where you're like. That's what's great about You know, on. oh, it's it was just really, really, really good local game experience to have somebody sitting right next to you and yeah. it was really good um yeah we loved it that's awesome a lot nice so, i was gonna invite sweet. jake but i but didn't f- fuck that guy <laughs> i know no, he, would just, he would just fly a ship into another ship and then complain about <laughs> him blowing up. that's exactly what i do all the yeah. time yep yeah i did fly a ship into an asteroid here a critical flanking maneuver did a comedy sort of flaming tire come rolling out no it just went Oh. And it's really kind of de- like it's really kind of quiet and depressing, and it's yeah. not a big like game that, over. You're just like, oh, oh my god, they're, like, oh my god, they're yeah. gone. <laughs> like it's almost yeah. That game is very hilariously understated in that oh, respect. Everything yeah. is very quiet. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. It's a really interesting game. And it's got great writing. Yeah, the does. writing in the missions is 
stellar. Yeah, it's very, very good. Yeah. That guy's great. It's in space. You know, one thing I I forgot to talk about after PAX was Red Dead Redemption. Which oh, did you I, beat I played that game? for quite a while. I I beat the whole thing in the Rockstar booth. Oh yeah! It was wow, surprising. it's amazing they let you do that. I know. I heard that there's a horse in that game. There's a horse. I actually did get to play it for quite a while because I'm totally pressed and I get to be an asshole. Were they were but, they demoing uh, single player campaign stuff or multiplayer? Uh-huh. That's what I played okay. single player stuff. I have not played multiplayer. Um, the single player is really good. I I initially sat. To, I assumed I was. I just had a certain amount of time, so I just sat down and like you know did a mission, which was go to this place on your map and get off your horse and shoot a lot of guys and they die and it's over. And I'm like, oh, all right. Well, I mean, I guess that was cool. I mean, it's like, like every single game. other game where you shoot mm-hmm. a bunch of guys. Does it feel like? And, I mean, this uh, is a really dumb person question to ask, but does it feel like GTA when you're playing it? In some ways, so this is what's interesting about it. And so after I did that, and they're like, "Oh, uh, you should maybe just go in a different direction and just do some stuff." And I'm like, "Oh, all right. Well, I'll do that." And that is, of course, obviously when it gets when not riding like out on the planes or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's uh, it's really cool. It's got pretty much all of the same fundamental elements GTA has mm-hmm. in terms of these. Uh, well, ex- except more spread out, right? It's not all condensed urban areas. You've got mm-hmm. huge s- spreads of land that really are just scenery, mm-hmm. which is cool. I mean, you need that in oh, Western. You yes. can't not have that. Oh, man. It would be terrible. And so there I'm are sorry, more. I was sitting over here just so excited for whenever this yeah, game comes no, out. Exactly. Oh, God, I love Westerns. Keep going. And so Don't you have stop talking. smaller settlements instead of just this never ending city. But in terms of what you're doing, I mean, the mechanics, you know, you can break laws and then police will follow you on horses and stuff. But. They, they, all of these, they call them the chopper if you use the rocket launcher. Yeah, right. The tank rolls in. Fucking sucks. But they, they modify them in ways (laughs) that make contextual sense. So Mm -hmm. if you literally kill all witnesses, the law will never come after you because there was no one there to go notify them. Like Uh. the police aren't just instantly aware of things like they are in GTA, kind Mm -hmm. of. Because after, well, I mean, in GTA, it makes sense. You know, yeah, you like shoot a thing in a park and somebody text messages. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but in this game, if you, you know, if, and then if you let the one guy flee, they do, you know, kind of fudge it a bit. Like, they will arrive faster than mm-hmm. they could if the guy literally had to run all the way back. But it's believable. Up a posse. You know, yeah. And uh, and they'll come after you. And uh, again, unlike in GTA, even after you lose that tail, even after you lose the lawmen. You're wanted, basically. You're still wanted. Oh, yeah, exactly. man, yes! And so oh. you can go and pay your own bounty to get rid of that that bounty on your head and the more crimes you commit without doing that the higher your bounty will be and so you've got it's persi- there's actually a persistent layer to the uh the law in this game i mean it's oh, not a man. super deep system that's right like, i'm sorry the most, <laughs> that is, oh, oh god and the best part is if there is that one guy running away you can fucking lasso him as he runs from your horse and then tie him up and put him on your horse and just ride around at him. Just because, <laughs> just because I thought it was hilarious, I just did that one time and just like lassoed a guy and just put him on my goddamn horse. And then the police Scared accidentally shot him and he died. Because <laughs> so, they were shooting at I like at you me. call them the police, by the way. Yeah, like, well, I like that in the Wild West, they would be the police still. Yeah, the Popo, the 5-0. Um, yeah, the lawmen accidentally shot him and that was pretty funny. So then all your stars went away, right? Even though they were chasing you. Uh, I don't think but you did so. kill that one witness. 
They, no, no, if they, if they already know you're there. It doesn't matter. They're just as guilty as you now, so it should negate it. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Out of shame, they right. what? Just, they, oh, they, I guess we killed them. Like, they just stare at We bungled this investigation. Yeah. They didn't properly. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just uh, Do process. bury this Man, guy that in a shallow part of grave. The GTA the like, by the time they get to GTA 8, they will have like <clears throat> modeled so many weird mundanities and bureaucracies of modern life that that will start to happen. You know? Well, it's like, oh, I guess that, yeah. Uh, this, you didn't obtain this evidence in a legal way. I'm sorry. He's going to walk. Yeah, busted. I, oh, technicality. Like, yeah. What? I guess that's already what happens every time in GTA. Yeah, you're a loophole out yeah, of every yeah, arrest. Yeah. How am I coming? What is walking out of this? That's really most Yeah, in future GTAs, yeah. what they'll do is they'll just fix that. It's so like, you're just fucked. Just, <laughs> it was like the first thing I did when I played America's Army was just like shoot my sergeant. And then I just went into a jail cell. And it was just there, and I couldn't, like, I, I, to this day, I don't know if this was a bug or what, but I couldn't Alt F4, I couldn't go to a menu, <laughs> I quit. I just, I was, like, court-martialed and put in a fucking cell, and that was it. They court-martialed your to, computer. I had to turn computer. my computer off to get out. It was the funniest, best fucking thing. And I, I don't know if it was intentional or not, but it was hilarious. I hope it was on purpose. That's really because good. Because that was really amusing That's me. really, really funny. Yeah. Um, but no, uh, Red Dead Redemption looks really cool, and it's got a full day-night cycle, and in classic Far Cry 2 style, you can just, you know, what, what, there's a gazelle. when the, uh, <laughs> like, when at dusk, you know, and all these particular times mm -hmm. are just, like, the ideal moment to, to perceive the frontier, and it's just, uh... Did you see the trailer for the multiplayer stuff? No, you were talking about oh it, Oh my gosh. Sean is Sorry. just exploding over this <laughs> I game, just it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I never get excited about games. Like, I mean, well, <laughs> really? I don't, it, that's it, too bad. I don't get, I have a whole thing. I just don't get excited, like, looking forward. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm so not like, play oh, them, and then you get excited. Months, this is gonna oh, no, out. I'm but, the like, same way for the most I don't have, I don't have that gene, and I yeah, never, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know. You don't but Red Dead Redemption like for some reason is just, no, you're camping Like, it was out. the first time where I was like, went over to the Google and said, Red Dead Redemption release date. <laughs> like, and then I was like, is there a pre-order bonus? Like, I'm just like, maybe I can get myself a tiny cowboy hat. Like, oh, man. Is it next month? Is that? It's May. May, yeah. But I mean, they say May, so I'm not going to... It's May now, 2nd. Now they're going to hurt. Shut up. No, it's not. Because if it's not <laughs> May 2nd, that's 28 days. I'm going to hate you. Um, but yeah, the multiplayer stuff, it seems... It's kind of... It, it's not like MMO scope, but it seems like there are, you know, a, selection, a, a decent collection of dudes. Eight. But it said that there are other player gangs who are also in that instance with you. More than eight. Yeah, I don't well, know quite how it be, works, yeah. but you you and your friends can form a gang of up to eight dudes, which is good enough for me Possibly. because that looks fucking majestic and hilariously <laughs> Western to see like the eight dudes on eight horseback. dudes on horseback yeah. who are all player controlled and who you're all able to talk to, just sort of roaming around and yeah. then killing a criminal or or fighting another gang for EXP. Cause you can get 50 levels and then you can unlock new horses and new guns and shit. Oh yeah, it also like implied that you can, oh yes. One, one of the models of horse is a mule, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, you, you start with the burrow. <laughs> yeah. start is with that what you start with? I don't know. That was the implication. Like, it was like, know. level up your horse and the camera pans past like <laughs> yeah. a sad looking burrow and then all the way up to like the fucking Wells Fargo Majestic horse. Yeah. Yeah, the right. opening of, I don't know, did you see the Maverick remake with Mel Gibson where he rolls into town on the donkey? No. Oh. I like westerns. Sorry, westerns but, are um, cool. I, you know what? Speaking of of westerns, like the one thing that is totally unavoidable with this game at this point, and if you're making a video game, and it's just kind of too bad, is that the is that guns are basically totally 
it's a sweet gun, even if it's supposed to be a rickety yeah, piece well, of shit. Well, just anything, yeah. Like the value of actually being a good shot is totally diminished because you can pretty you can constantly go into the slow motion mode where you target a guy and it looks cool and it's oh. cool mm. and it's but it's got kind of an art of targeting thing too and like all these systems. An art of that, targeting. Did you play the first one? No, I didn't. Red, Revolve. I mean, Red Dead Revolver. Was it like that too? Had some of that, and they especially they had this dual mode, like this dueling mode where you had to like do a, th- a motion with a stick and then like, like kind a, of like, paint a guy like uh-huh. the quick time quick draw oh you have a painted dude we had to like we had to like this draw has, this, across him with the reticule oh, this, this, and be like you yeah. hit him do, 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 here here and here that's this does that as well okay yeah it was that actually was no pretty it's, good. it's I mean, cool it felt okay. it's just that like you know <clears throat> most of the westerns i really like are the ones mm-hmm. where when a gun comes out it's like oh shit you know like when the it gu- goes into slow-mo and a guy says oh shit. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. No, they, that I, was a big you know, convention they did that in the Oxbow, in the Oxbow incident. It's just... Uh, no one watches movies in this, this video game podcast. They didn't like, do that. Westerns, so like, they did that in Gun or in Outlaws or uh, in Red Dead Revolver? Because those are the <laughs> Westerns, right? Yeah, Call of right. Juarez. Call of Juarez. Hello, Call of Juarez. Juarez too. Uh, but no, but do you know what I'm talking about, though? Like, most Westerns predated the, like, diehard kind of well, yeah, no, like, lineage yeah, it, of action movies mm-hmm. when... It's all about people being sort of weirdly sly around each other until one dude exactly, finally goes... Yeah. <laughs> And puts the gun on the table, and then right. it's fucking yeah. on. And it's just there's, yeah. it's hard to it's hard to recreate that atmosphere when at any time you can literally take out like forty guys in thirty seconds. You know, and it, yep. mm-hmm. not, it's not that extreme, but you will take out like forty guys in a row. You know, without breaking a sweat. And it's like, I wonder how that plays into the multiplayer. I don't know because I can see. In the, I mean, I guess if the, if the if the myth, I mean, if the theme of the single player is that you are this just amazing outlaw, that makes sense. But like. When you're rolling deep with your your boys to go shoot some other dudes, <laughs> right. you know yeah. it's like, and we can all just do slow mo jumps, like yeah, right. everybody's hopefully, just hanging in the yeah, air like, for twenty seconds. Hopefully that's that's per player, so one guy will initiate that, then everyone else is in real time. If they see the guy leap off of his horse <laughs> in slow in motion, slow motion <laughs> dude, someone should make that game. That would be a, just, that would be the most impossible thing. That would be bullet like time the, is per player. That'd be yeah. so fucking hilarious. <laughs> like the um, it would be like the time traveling strategy game where everything is like this weird well, player. Yeah, the best is that if time. you see a guy initiate bullet time and then you also do that, for him, you're also just like going you're by a regular speed. Normally, hey, what's yeah. up? Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. Uh, so what would the effect on the... Like, when the guy goes in slow motion in his bullet time, what happens to the person he shoots who's not in bullet time then? The per- Well, if that person decided to run... They just run, go boom. They just get yeah. shot. Because for them, it just looks like that guy's going slow and they just walk into his stupid bullet. No, it would look like he's going fucking fast. I was going to say, the person who's in bullet Wait, how does that work? Exactly. Yeah, that's There's the problem. No ah! That's what I'm the person about. who's... If it's all in the same, you know, if it's synchronous, yeah. the person who's not in bullet time, if they just decide to run, they're going to look like the fucking flash to the person who's in bullet time. No, it's the other way Is around. Because if you're in bullet time... Oh, no, you're right. You're right. It depends. Yeah, so yeah, you know. for everyone else, it would look like you just become crazy, like, insect fast. speed. Right. But then how does that work so you can't make that game lame no. what you'd mm-hmm. have what you'd have to do is you have to make everyone else really slow that would be the way you could do it so when, when that, you when you turn on bullet time everybody else everyone steps else into molasses like, yeah their actual <laughs> oh, game shit. Speed is bullet like, time is again. No. that would be you would amazing. just go into bullet time all the time no but if you, you'd be like i'm just gonna go to the water fountain and go into a bullet really time. precious resource that you had to expend like I would like to see someone make this multiplayer game that we've just created in our heads. Like we're, that's it's a really it's not something you can just use constantly. So then it but is when like the do, Cold War. So the when entire, that guy hit it, I was like, oh, I've got bullet time. Yeah. Shut up. Three guys were in bullet time and they're just going. Yeah, yeah. And everyone else is just. It's just Fuck. Yeah. Can you imagine like CTF with that? And you, you get go, one of those amazing. With, like, I mean, the recharge. I don't even know what you would want to do to make it. Like yeah, you'd have to, two you'd hours have to make it so that it is like that is the launch a nuke button three of that hours game a day. Well, you <laughs> could you could have it be like in Splinter Cell Conviction where you like in Splinter Cell Conviction the way you 
you charge up, so mm-hmm. to speak, your executions, executions is by yeah. like getting these melee kills mm-hmm. that are you know difficult to do ostensibly. And in a yeah, multiplayer yeah. game, you could have it based on that as well. And mm-hmm. if you did it in a game that's round based and the rounds aren't super long, mm-hmm. you could avoid just getting into a situation where when it resets every time, you don't have to do the thing where for an hour one guy's just ruining it for everyone by being the only just, person with the bullet. I charged it up over the last sixteen rounds. Yeah, exactly. No, but I, I think mean, it I would has like to, to be see someone yeah. at least prototype. Or you can just earn this, one you know I mean? by so by do doing. it, internet. <laughs> like you lazy webbed an entire I don't know, game. Isn't this like an intriguing idea? It might be horrible to play, but I would like to see. I someone imagine that try it would be it. terrible, but someone yeah. should make it, and it should be called I mean, "Oops, All Bullet Time." If it were already, <laughs> I mean, if it were already a fun multiplayer game, even without that, it could just be like an, the equivalent of an Unreal Mutator or something, right? I mean, that's the kind of thing someone could code into Unreal as a mutator. By the then, way, Unreal Mutator is fucking. Good. I know. Well, you know what I'm talking about. That, yeah, right? I know. I just yeah. love the. Ugh. I know. That scene doesn't really exist anymore as much as it used to. The Unreal now 40 angry scene. modders are writing into me that it still does exist. But uh, <laughs> that always happens. But um, I don't know. That would be a hilarious thing to try, even just as a joke. Um, so that's basically what Red Dead uh, Redemption's like. It's, it's this it's weird... It's all time. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Yeah. Okay, we got to put a moratorium on oops all. Yes. You guys but no, so that's so the thing about the guns with, like... It's, I don't think it's going to make the game bad or anything. It's but it, just, is, it is shoot all dudes. It is something that, yeah, video games have kind of ruined themselves in that respect, where you can never go back. Like, you can never, you know, I mean, it's like, <laughs> well, you've raised, the stakes have been raised so much in turning in terms of turning players into insane, nonstop killing machines that it's like, I don't know, unless you're making a really, like, well, a, esoteric just, game, like I don't the, know how the, you... The, the, you know, the stupid drama rule of once you show the gun, it yeah. has to be fired. Once you give the player the ability to have a single button press a gun, they will expel, like, expend all clips in three seconds yeah. into a chest yeah. like no one is going to have res- like exactly. once your mechanic is this right. button makes exactly. a gun go yeah. everyone's going to go <laughs> because nothing's going to happen no to you there's no consequences at all yeah, right. exactly. yeah so that's why video games are awesome <laughs> shoot everyone all the time and then take a horse off a well, you guys answered a question about this right like two weeks ago yeah about yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. About why, why, violence why there's stuff. so many guns yeah because guns are sweet guns are the best because <laughs> you draw a line to a face and then it explodes with guts, essentially Red. Steve's answer. Guts yeah. come out of faces. Yeah, pretty much. Sweet face Ooh. gut. <laughs> that's that's a, an outlaw's name. Sweet face gut. Sweet is in quotes, and face gut. I guess. Sweet it's face gut. Sounds like one man. of those. He's one of those dudes who's throwing those Starcraft matches. Sweet, sweet, sweet face, face gut. gut? No, yeah. I think this guy's a sweet, western. Sweet is definitely a like a boxer's sort of like. Sweet sweetness. Yeah, know, but it's also like, rain. you know, sweet sweet back or something. It's also like a. You That's know, from a 70s black exploitation movie. Yeah, which is a lot closer to a Western than a StarCraft player. Mm, that's debatable. Uh, I don't think it's debatable <laughs> <laughs> at all. I've got this new idea. That's called Take a Break? It's called, yeah, let's do that. Oh, that's oh, a good idea. F- all right. Taking a break with Famous. Terrible. <laughs> 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 You're fired. Video game. What the fuck? Yep. <laughs> Sitting there shoveling crow into my mouth. And hats. And hats. A crow wearing a hat. Like a puffin <laughs> a wearing a wizard hat. hat. I like that you can eat crow and hats. Or yeah. your hat. Yeah. I guess you eat your hat. Yeah, yeah you'll oh, eat your yeah. hat. So you'll the, be, you'll be a, shoveling your hat and crow. Just <laughs> a big plate full of fucking... Just fill up a, a hat with yeah. fucking Crows. A buffet and, and, and of hat like, and it's crow. Like, it's, like, <laughs> it's the bread bowl of things that, that you eat when you're eating your hat. Mm. Or, or, or a crow. crow. <laughs> eating your crow. There's a roller coaster one one floor up that just goes by sometimes. Yeah. It goes by sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I know what that is. That's somebody's fucking Dolby surround sound bullshit system 
ruining your fucking life. Video game. Can I say we're back? Yeah. Oh, we're back. Oh, cool. Thanks. We're back in black. Thanks, anyway, famous. we're back. Oh, okay. No, what? We're back. You said it. What? We're back. So, Chris. So, Sean, famous. I want to know everything you know about Neptune's Pride. This seems like something I might like. Uh, I don't give a shit about it. <laughs> I actually think it's cool. I just know I'll never ever play yeah, it. You, you will know you never will. But it's a cool thing yeah. to hear. Is about. it asynchronous? No, it's not. It's real time. But you can. Mm, but it's so slow that you can walk away from it and go live yeah. your life. Yes, theoretically. But you don't. Uh, you well, you, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> but and you've then, been here and for then you three worry. days. So the like. You oh, know, it's like the way. So it's a. I mean, we. Ta- I talked about it a bit last week, but now I've spent a week playing it, and it's changed a lot since when I talked about it last week. Um, so you know, again, it's a browser-based, very s- slow time scale, real time space strategy game. It's like a four X game, but it's multiplayer and real time, and on the end in a browser. Um, I can see your ships or your stars yes, or your fleets or your man, yeah. right over my right shoulder. Um, it is a it, it is, is stressful. It is a crazy. I, this is one of the most intense, intricate, fucking crazy games I've ever played, and not because of the mechanics. The very simple. It's still. I mean, last week I said, "Oh, maybe there's more mechanics I'm going to come across." Pretty much, you move ships around, you build factories to build more ships, you build factories to, or you build like economic infrastructure. Mm-hmm. All very simple. It's all just press a button to do that. Make you send make ships around, button. you attack ships, and that's like the entire <laughs> game. Mm. the The whole real game is all of the not so wheeling and dealing that goes on between the various players, like personally for real. And so it, you and Brecken are. Like striking up an accord to host. I can't say. I don't want to say anything about what I'm actually doing. So, because, oh, because it's that. Because this I is think some so, backroom shit that's going on. I, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> Maybe there is it. Maybe no, you are seriously. Whoa, I you're made, in league with everybody in that game. I mean, you, whoa, you're I like that a, guy in, on the TV, like Survivor, who's made all the alliances. No one watches fucking Survivor. I watch Survivor. Yeah, I've never a, seen Survivor. Survivor's actually a good game from a mechanic standpoint. It's a game. It's a oh. game. Survivor is definitely a game. Oh, you're talking yeah. about the licensed board game? Survivor, no, I'm talking the about the television game? show on what is, CBS. What is, what is the game of Survivor? The game of Survivor is... Survive. It's a nice... It's a this perfect blend of political getting people to like you plus being physically dominant but not being too dominant that people vote you off. Okay, so that's what Neptune... That is what Neptune's prize Oh, so... Ha! Except the Nobody really- likes Survivor and apparently Chris and his buddies love <laughs> it. People like it when it's in space in a browser. <laughs> hmm... There's no voting. I watch Survivor say, on Hulu. Like, yeah, in a browser on space. Shut With up, spaceships. I get a spaceship. Science. By Richard Garriott, my ass to space to watch Survivor. It'll be just like Chris playing Neptune's Bounty. So go fuck yourself, <laughs> Jake. Neptune's Bounty. Neptune's pride. Whatever. I played that, that chapter in Bioshock One, which I really like. I don't know. I like the fishing village in Bioshock One. <laughs> I like I'm Steve. All of a sudden, I'm talking about Bioshock. Oh yeah, yeah. He's here. That's your job um, today. Yeah, but yeah, no. Keep it is going. a fucking Sorry. knockdown, drag out, brutal fucking game. It is in unreal. the slowest motion. In slow motion, yeah, and it's so it's, like, it's up all I the time. I can't say anything about it either because I have realized like you've already said too much. The people in my game, well, they follow me on Twitter, <laughs> or like some of them do. Or I think most of them do at this point. I think I I have this is the dorkiest thing ever. I have created a new Twitter account explicitly to follow all the people in my Neptune's Pride game so that I have this concentrated location where I can keep tabs on anything they say that might impact the game because I made some just general like vague point about the like I'm going to kill Mr. Wasteland (laughs) (laughs) no he's not he does not border me but uh, he's in my game really Uh, because you're making that 
Oh no, he well he's on the other. <laughs> no, he's he, his blog magical. Oh, I just thought you really guys were gonna. You, yeah, we saw the thing on the screen where that's why we, that's why he was mentioning that guy in particular. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> These guys are pulling this out of their ass. Anyway, no, um, we're not. He is in the game I'm playing. Wasteland is coming for you. Watch out, dude. But uh, call me. <laughs> but like I, I did make a mention shots. of like someone invading me and I was going to defend against it and then what? the first at reply was oh. like oh so that's what you're doing and I'm like oh no oh I just tipped my hand this is horrible and so uh, I want to know what your fake Twitter screen name is so badly but uh the whatever you created well you can them. go there if you want I mean I'm it's it's Remo Neptune I think oh okay I thought maybe you had an alias so it was going to be really well I'm not going to put secret shit on there I mean I know no no just like you create where's like, the um, stake like you're also you're... posting your strategies to that feed <laughs> oh no and then I'm gonna and then I'm gonna I only have seven followers oh no um, <laughs> no I'm following the exact people that are in the right but yeah no yeah. I just think it'd be I th- they won't see I would go through them. the for no particular reason I would go I would burn the calories to create uh-huh. A fake fan or a dude that follow, you know what I mean, and then I, not because I was going to post, yeah, right. but just because I don't want, yeah. But they would know. Who cares? But they could quickly block, like at Remo's bounty or whatever. Yeah, but then you just log out. Pride. Yeah. I, I everything on Twitter is bounty. Is, everything this on Twitter is, is public. Doing, you're doing this just in case someone makes a mistake. And but it's you, also now you're overcompensating. It's, it's not even so much that. That wasn't even my my thinking behind it because I don't expect anyone to reveal all the strategies on Twitter. It's more just because <laughs> this game is so involved that I just want to pay attention like to these people who some of whom I kind of already knew and some of who I didn't so this game has made those people more important to you yeah but it's also made us more likely to hate each other because we're all fucking like like I don't know there's some brutal conflicts in this game where you know especially if it's someone you've never actually met before right and it's like oh my god it's actually got to be really good for the dynamic if we ever meet we are gonna we are on the wrong foot so hard right now already because some serious shit has gone down and we both hate each other. That's good for the dynamic of the game, though. Oh, like, yeah. No, if it th- was it's true. The dynamic of the game is incredible. And Steve, and then I'm trying to think of other people we know who all got into this game together, we would instantly <laughs> all have to be like, guys, if we don't kill Steve, everything's going to suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because we, we can segue that into an Imperial 2030 conversation. Yeah. But um, not right now. It would be too good of a seg. We must no. make a more awkward seg in a moment's time because I'm not done asking about <laughs> because Neptune's this bounty. Is the Thumbs podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, so, have you guys played Super Mario World? <laughs> <laughs> what I don't know. Uh, is that browser space? I saw an ad on Facebook saying I could play Duck Hunt for free on the internet. Oh, but okay. I, I don't know if that no gun. That's the best part of Duck Hunt. It was the way that trigger clicked. Um, like well, two podcasts. I mean, two Duck Hunt references. By the way, there was one in the conf grenade pleased so anyway but no no no, no, no. so do you pay for this um the way it works is you're you can gonna join <laughs> there are games worst sorry there are games that are just that are classified as free games that have default settings mm-hmm. and you can join those for free and then you can also buy credits to create a paid game where you can have up to 16 people and change like any variable in the entire game pretty much it's really cool in that respect and other people can pay to join that, or the person who created it can pay extra to make it freely joinable to anybody. So kind of like fantasy football. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like that. And so the game I'm joining is was free for me to join because the person who set it up wanted to like encourage new people to you know. And get he regrets so that he now that he paid for it. So he well, he's no, he's doing really well. The person who set it up paid for it. Yes. What's the price point? Um, it's not very much. You have to buy initially. It's 175. Uh, <laughs> you have to buy a twenty dollar block of credits, mm-hmm. but then after that, you have enough to make a whole bunch of. So games. it's like, oh, WiiWare. cool. Oh, I'm in. I want to play. Yeah, 
And, you know, you don't at reply. Usually me. when you're when, like, at least for me, <laughs> your fake account. like I'm playing in two games right now and I haven't made anything. Yet. So, I mean, I don't even need to pay anything until I'm the evangelist and then I get my friends into it. Right. So that's the business model is get people into it and hope that they will be willing to pay to get their friends. Into you it. should say something about it on a podcast. That would really probably be good. But. Oh, you mean to like let people know? About yeah, yeah, yeah. Be a good idea. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, maybe that. if I'm on a podcast sometime, I'll say yeah, yeah. yeah. The Neptune's Bounty guys would appreciate that. Pride. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> but it's, I'm going to go home and Google it because I want to play. I'm not going to be able to find it. Oh, the other <laughs> crazy thing about this game Neptune's Bounty. is that you fight battles in the future. Like, it is you so crazy. Take that, Survivor. <laughs> yes. no, because it takes so long... To, for <laughs> oh, it took my brain a second to process. Anyway, <laughs> oh my goodness! Somewhere Jeff Probst is like, God damn it! And everywhere, and everyone Probst else who listens right on it says, "Survivor." Yeah, who the who's, fuck is that? Who's Jeff Probst? When I when Whatever. I watch Survivor, I think really of like former Electronic Arts CEO. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> it's really Probst. good. Um, Worst. I like it a lot. But uh, shut up. So the, the way battles work is it takes so long for your ships to get from one place to another. You know, it takes hours for them. So you, you, you let them go and then they just – you do other stuff and then they eventually get there. And in the whenever future. You, whenever, in the future. And when you sign in, it gives you a report of everything. You know, it gives you all the important things that have happened since you last signed in. You have a log of it, which is useful. I want to – this is the log that ends with – you were attacked. All hope is lost. You have lost the game. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Is that the worst email ever? Also, like these two guys have declared a trade again. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, uh. uh your, your citizens screamed out, where is our leader? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so you and so what happens is like let's say you've got Funny. a planet someone sends fleets to your planet once they once their fleets get within your sensor ranges all of a sudden they pop up on your map and you see that they're more than halfway there already and you couldn't see them before and you can tell that by the time they get there that you will be overpowered like when they arrive so you're like oh shit i need to send more of my guys from a close by planet to get there first so that by the time they get there i will have enough defense there he sees you doing that if his sensors are long range enough he sends more guys out and you you in your head you're thinking all right first this attack's going to happen my guys get there first but then by the time that attack is resolved he's already has another fleet by that point will be like halfway there and so i have to send ships from somewhere else farther away to get there and you get into this weird thing where you are literally in your head like predicting the results of battles like that won't happen almost. for like yeah. another day that's like awesome a war. and it's, it's it's really cool which is like chess um, shut up yeah no it is <laughs> survivor it is um, it, like it's, it's what know, if like it's I crazy. mean do you think I mean who knows what these guys want to do with this game but like this sounds like something where if this became if this got integrated into an app or something that you carried in your pocket you would lose your mind Nick yeah. Brecken has already said that a few times like yeah. you know, just, if I had the iPhone and iPad version of this it would and it was like, are you just got with, 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 with push <laughs> notification? It was well, like, right. uh, Chris, um, our sensors have picked up a uh, galactic destroyer. Fuck. Ratso Fatso Rat is somewhere in our vicinity. Like, oh have my you, God. Have you guys seen uh, Failsafe, <laughs> the movie that was based on the same material or a lot of the same material Dr. Strange Love was, but serious instead of satirical? It's a similar situation. It seems like something I saw in film school. It's really good movie, and you should see it. And it's directed by Sidney Lumet, who's awesome. He is very And it has Walter Matthau, who is a Oh, this is how... You were talking about Walter Matthau with Stephen Gaynor. I was sitting there. Yeah, yeah, You guys talk about Walter Matthau. Yeah, and he's awesome. That's how I... But yeah. Yeah, Steve is awesome. He's the best. God, I can't believe he's not here. Let's just take a moment. Anyway, go ahead. But there are crazy, like, like you weird... hand farted when he's... Like, <laughs> let's take a moment. 
there are weird like long-term future mutually assured destruction scenarios where it's like oh shit because once you send a ship out you can you can't recall it like you can't change its path and so you, you know you can't just you can't hit them up on like the, the two-way and say hey guys because well, no, they're no. in deep space they're, they're oh. going, the idea is they're going through a, like a hyperspace or whatever, or whatever yeah. Yeah. Um, and so cool. you get you get situations where so that's someone, really far those places on that map are super far light years away yeah and it's so, not like here to you know, no, those are each one's a star, not so like even a planet. That one, so. that one of Nick's that's right by yours that you're heading towards. <laughs> God, um, that's really. What about that fuchsia guy, though? I mean, you said you had plans for him. I did not say that. He's not even next <laughs> to me. You guys I know, which is my life. You're going to. I mean, you said you said you took literally ten hours to plot that course. That's true. I did, around I did all that. the other people's that's sensors, true. I will destroy him. But no, you get situations where. You like send. You know he's. Tree. You know he's not lying because he's dismissive. You, <laughs> you, you like negotiate peace with somebody, and but you wouldn't do. You that. realize like after you've negotiated peace, negotiated peace, you see like their ships then come out of oh, into your sensor range, and you're like, what? Oh, and they're like, oh, sorry, I can't do anything about it. I already I set them out before we. Uh, the idea we that there's a, a truce in a field, you know, it's like, look, let's not do this. Like my people and your people, let's be cool, yeah. great. And then it's a bunch of bushes stand up, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay. But it's like all this shit is done so far in advance that it's like there's this weird Just, inevitability to things, yeah, but you still everything's still the result of your direct decision. Like there's nothing. Mm-hmm out of your control it's just you you're always thinking of all these things in the future it's fascinating and weird and cool and was it was it hard to start that peace treaty with the blue team secretly <laughs> <God>. <laughs> this oh, is probably what? getting really old yeah oh the thing that i keep saying yeah oh, i'm sorry we should move on but it's a cool game i would recommend people try it it's not for everybody for sure but You've bear in mind bear in mind though credits. that like when you start playing it will seem like the most agonizingly slow paced thing ever which it is but then you know you upgrade the speed <laughs> of your ships sell. over time you upgrade how far you can see you start getting more stars everything well, gets complicated and when you're playing with like 16 dudes or however many it is yeah but it is it still is like the slowest burn ever like at the mm-hmm. beginning you're like there's nothing to do except drive your ships to empty stars just as everyone the initial land grab when everyone picks up a bunch of stuff and it's like nothing happens but almost, like really quickly though people do start immediately negotiating peace treaties and like look i can see we're already close to each other let's do this um and within a few days stuff starts picking up but bear in mind that at the beginning it's quite slow oh, one more one more question yeah um how long does the game take i don't know i haven't finished one yet how so long have you been playing a week Oh wow! But you can set them. I mean, we're playing on one that was deliberately set like a really just large scale because you guys are all game. busy and such. And I mean, uh, that makes well, sense. Why you, can, it out. you can set ones where fleets travel faster and stars are closer together. And I mean, the, almost every single. But you're playing on ultimate hardcore mode right now. Yeah. Well, it was funny because the guy who made it uh, was like. Um, yeah, you know, usually people like to start with the smaller, faster ones because they help you learn stuff better. But I figured we'd just do this. And it's like, what? You've played <laughs> games of this before. Like, what? <laughs> We're all fucked. Um, but no, it's, the mechanics are so simple that it's really more about figuring out the fine points of how things work mm-hmm. and the diplomacy stuff more than like figuring out an incredibly complicated like UI and stuff. It's right. Just, you know, it's a it's weird seen, game. I mean, there are, it seems like this sitting here there are a lot of parallels to that in the board game we have been playing obsessively imperial 2030 imperial 2030 there are like a ridiculous amount of of uh it's good steve's not here this week <laughs> yeah so imperial really- 2030 is not nearly as like soul crushing in terms of friendships potentially ruined 
Because it's all over in like three hours. Like I said, it's good Steve's not here this week. <laughs> okay, so we should not talk about this week is what you're saying. No, I'm saying that he's my enemy. That's true. God. Yeah, that guy, well, the... you know what? Um, I don't have know. We, I feel like he's, he's slowly shed the mantle of, of griefer. Because like the first two or three times we played, it was like... He didn't grief. He just had weird strategies that just ruined everyone. Yeah, what was he just? Well, I'm trying to think what his first strategy well, Steve, was. Steve, we should shouldn't we, we should introduce what, introduce first, what yeah. the game is? So it's yeah. a game. Imperial Twenty Thirty is a board game, and it's essentially about the military industrial complex. I mean, it's you you play as an independent investor in the who, year twenty thirty in the year twenty thirty, um, and you invest in major world superpowers or, or major world powers at least. And the board looks like. People who map. see it look like, oh, you're playing. Are you guys playing Risk? Yeah, it's exactly. like, no, yeah. we're not playing Risk. We're, pl- <laughs> we're not. Excuse me. <laughs> no. How do you risk? Yeah, but um, you invest in countries as opposed to militarize them. Although military, you do yeah. militarize them, but you aren't permanently identified you do that with as anyone. a shareholder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you just the person who controls, you know, the United States or Europe or Russia, like Europe is consolidated into one global power as opposed to individual countries in it. And so all of these different powers are just controlled by whoever happens to have the most investment in them at any given time. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole dynamic of the game is the fact that you're not really, you know, like Brazil is not going to win the game. An investor might exploit Brazil to right, to take them sort of over the yeah, top. Exactly, Brazil to doesn't win. Make his investment like, more powerful. Even if, or even more if that, in, even if an investor like super power invests in Brazil and invests and taxes shit out of them, the guy who has the like the sort of penultimate stake in Brazil, the guy who has like, like the second highest like investment, three yeah. shares less than him, but mm-hmm. also is controlling the second most powerful country or whatever, has a good chance of cashing out way higher than you mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah. game. It's a game you can win by not controlling the most dominant countries but by having significant investment in those countries yeah. and letting your friends make the decisions for those countries which is kind and of cool. yeah and there's still a lot of warfare i mean you're still the, the basic sort of yeah. unit of territorial control is still the yeah. military mm-hmm. you'd drop a tank and flip the flag over and stuff right. still yeah. yeah um and that's mainly used to to make countries more wealthy by colonizing other yeah you, neutral countries or ostensibly neutral countries you yeah tax them and then put money in your monies yeah Mm-hmm. And it's it's a really interesting game because things occur that are often reflective of real world conflicts in really in interesting ways. I mean, that's what strategy games. It's absurd how much though that the mechanics of that game often like we 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 will go on long kind of jags while playing that game about like oh my god this is exactly like why people who live here are screwed in the real world. Like, <laughs> like you know, what can I'm, you think of any examples? Well, I mean, no. when uh. We'll go on those giant Middle Eastern power shares where everybody's uh-huh. just struggling oh, to take stuff. Oh, and that's why the Middle East is and constantly like, oh, in a like, because this it's is at hilarious. This, yeah, <laughs> this crossroads that's, of all these that's yeah. stupid crossroads bottleneck. Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, no, the game does model that really well. It does it it's really, really, really. It's really fascinating. Yeah. And the United States it is the weird isolationist superpower that it traditionally was in many cases at least in terms of like large-scale warfare Mm -hmm. you know like if if you're the united states you can basically like never get involved in a big land war it's really yeah it's really hard to like get someone has to deliberately send a billion ships to you but then still somebody has to pull a gainer essentially yeah (laughs) Yeah, they need like a a pearl harbor basically to like Mm -hmm. you know yeah you you up yeah it is definitely a a, you can just find yourself like uh as india like when we played last time like 
you'll find yourself, I was controlling India and doing a giant power grab, and you'll find yourself just embroiled with, oh, I gotta, gotta take out some Europeans, I gotta, okay, Russians are in my shit, gonna ruin you, so this I can do a land grab, tax it, get a ton of money, and then just see what happens after that. But with America, if you want to do that, you have to, like, get, you have to make a conscious choice, as opposed yeah. to just like, oh, I want to make my country valuable, so I'm going to expand. Yeah. Like, oh, okay, there's going to be a ocean and like all yeah, this. You have to really... It's cool. Pick a guy. It's a really yeah. interesting game. If you are the sort of person who likes a board game that's that's interesting, this one is one you should <laughs> yeah. play. It's true. It's very thought provoking while playing it, and it's, um, it's also, also really fun. fun. Yeah, it's, it's also very fun. fun. Yeah, but it's, like it's not a dry game at all. Yeah, but the amount of the amount of turnover like inside of the game uh, is is high. Mm-hmm. Like the, the just weird weird power shifts and yeah, people have been covertly uh, taking over a huge amount of, of territory that you don't really notice because the board's already full and then they get to uh, taxation and just like launch their country up to becoming a world superpower when you weren't paying attention at all, yeah. which is my strategy until I forget to actually <laughs> invest in them. Until you to actually do that and then yeah. someone buys the country out from under yeah. you and then does that. Yeah. Oh, and then you're terrible. sad. Yeah. Jake and I both went to the school of make countries super valuable but not then lose reap the rewards. Yeah. Yeah. We, we unfortunately are not playing the you are an amazing benevolent ruler simulator. We're playing the military industrial complex simulator. But so you can play just, it like a benevolent ruler. Like that's yeah, how you, you and I play it for a while. By, by Gainer who is But it's like, still fun. He's been amassing capital and then just destroying you yeah <laughs> you sit there and invest in a country has steve for actually one yet or does he because i no, feel like steve is no, always he's the like, kingmaker at yeah the end. steve he's just like, dicks over the people who seem like they might be about to win and then just decides which one share he'll buy or not yeah. buy to decide who goes out over the top garbage yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's amazing steve actually. is interesting because the way he plays that game or at least in the first few times we played it he always had this very specific like goal of something, and then it didn't always work out, but it always something interesting always happened as a result. But it's a very, or it is horrible. a very specific goal. Like whatever mood Steve woke up in that morning, <laughs> exactly, is what's going to yeah. happen in the game. It's like yeah. oh, I'm just not going to pay attention for an hour, I'm gonna, and then uh, I'm going to militarize everything and just yeah. start ruining lives. Like no, no, no. <laughs> like why? Like why are you attacking? We both own this country. Yeah, let's that, not that's, do this. <laughs> that's an interesting thing about it. Yeah. Like even if you don't control a country at any given time, you might have a really high stake in it. And so you want the person who does control it to do things that are beneficial to you. And so you get in these weird little enclaves where, like, dudes are basically huddling together to decide the fate of these nations. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Good. And then someone just says, no, I'm not actually going to give you safe passage. And the Atlantic is just like, but okay. Yeah. Shut mm-hmm. down the Panama Canal. Brazil just yeah. shuts down the Panama Canal. Yeah. So that's a board game that we play sometimes. Yep. It's, it's a good. lot of strategy talk. Yeah, I know. Oof. Jeez. Yeah, this whole goddamn <laughs> podcast. We had StarCraft in here. We had... Uh, Flotilla, we had Dawn of War 2, Dawn of War 2, mm-hmm. we had Neptune's Pride, all strategy games. We had games. Oops All Bullet Time. Oh yeah, that, that was, yeah. I can but imagine Redemption. if that was a strategy game. Did you play the Impossible game no. on X-Blig? No, what is that? It's not a strategy game, it's a <laughs> really simple um, platformer that goes on, I guess forever, it's kind of like Cannibal, uh-huh. but you can plant flags. Um, oh man! What the like, flags do? Even- you can when you explode when your when your man's hit a, a yeah. barrier, you can go right back to where that spot is, and you. Can- oh, so it's those checkpoints that you create. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah, but like, is that easily abused? I mean, can you just keep? Well, I've it? only played the demo, uh-huh. but and I get ten flags. I think you, ultimately you get um, unlimited flags, but the game is so hard that um, that's okay. Like you find yourself in these situations where they'll have 
hurdle, hurdle, duck, hurdle, duck, duck, hurdle, hurdle. And it's almost like a rhythm game where you have to remember what's coming because it moves really fast. Mm. So you're just like, okay. duck, duck, hurdle, so, yeah. hurdle, hurdle, duck, that's duck. That's kind of cannibal. And then the moment well. you do it, you're like, plant a flag. It's really good. Well, but oh, that's cannibal cool. is it's very cool. It's all random. Generated. I know, but you still yeah. get into that feeling of yeah. that mm-hmm. being in the zone and, and you know, reacting well, I mean, to the, things. The, in a- what you described is also very similar to some the, the rhythm you end up getting into kind of in in levels in trials or like when you were playing yeah. joe danger there are levels uh yeah yeah, yeah. Joe Danger, which is totally. like down up down down up down left right left yeah. right uh ba start yep <laughs> select select oh, that's <laughs> two player god you know what game was really hard that i played that probably is not hard for other people to listen to this and think i'm a baby <laughs> battle is, uh, dark void zero the oh kind of the three eight bit oh, no. uh dark void zero Never mind. yeah this is like the you know capcom it's created fake, this fictional lost 8-bit game oh, that really? Dark Void is a reimagining of. Oh, I really like that's an like idea. Bionic Command- yeah, it's a, cool, it's a really mm-hmm. cool idea. Like, Bionic Commando was that for real. Mm-hmm. Not that that game was lost, but they've they've retrofitted the history of Dark Void with this NES era game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it was actually surprisingly true to that era in a, in a number of ways. The closest comparison I can think of is, like, Metroid 1, where it's that exploration-driven thing where you mm-hmm. get new guns and you get power-ups and stuff, and it's fucking hard. It's not as hard as Metroid, for sure, but it's still more difficult than modern games usually are. Um, so, would you recommend that fans of the of the Dark Void universe <laughs> play the play the first game yeah, right. uh, before, first before playing? Yeah, yeah, before playing the new one, the new game in the series. It's kind of. <laughs> um, it does remind me of uh, read the comic first. You want to read this? The comic. First. Oh, like Mega Man Nine. Yeah, that's like the closest comparison. Well, obviously, oh, that game yeah. is weird. So hard, Capcom though. putting out I know faux yeah. vintage games. Yeah, I know. I guess Capcom figured out what has worked. Um, but it's cool. I like even. It's not entirely my thing, just because. Because you hate old games. No, no, no. I love old games. And I'm just you not only like the good, PC. I'm not as good at this game. It's on the PC. I played it on the PC. It's a fucking port, though. It's yeah, a port <laughs> from the DSi, which I don't own, or I would have bought it there. Oh, it's on the DSi. Or is it yeah. downloadable? But you know what was funny about playing it on the PC? Yes. Otherwise, it would just be on the DS. Oh. It actually feel like it was so authentic on the PC because it seriously felt like I was playing it on an NES emulator. You know, mm, like it, it felt funny. exactly like that when it when you blow up an NES game on an emulator to fill your whole right. screen and then you've got like Does it support the, like Super Eagle uh smoothing? Oh man, I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, you know, like the controls are like the arrow keys and then A and Z or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I played Punch Out for an entire Christmas break like that once. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I had this weird experience. I was playing it with my with my uh, keyboard, like hooked up to my TV, and I was going through the game. And every time I'd get hit, it it like my entire apartment would like shake. And I'm like, what the? Fl-? Did they put like crazy bass weird reverb? Like, Am is I my subwoofer just going crazy? <laughs> like, why would they into this game with chip tunes and stuff in it? Why would they? And I it, this went on for several minutes, and I was about ready to fucking pull my hair out because I was. Like look, checking options and looking everywhere. Like well, the end of the conversation. Was. And you know, what I mean? yeah, exactly. And uh, like the film, I assume you mean. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> well, not everyone's going to know that's what you meant. Oh, um, yes. And Sport uh, Coppola is the conversation with Gene Hackman <laughs> is what he's referring to. It's a badass movie. Very and good. I finally realized what it was is that the game simultaneously accepts input from both keyboard and like a gamepad. Oh, so your, that's your plugged in was going. It was vibrating on the top of my computer case. Like on top of my actual computer, like the, my metal case, and vibrating and creating this crazy <laughs> sound that was like vibrating the floor and stuff. And I, when I finally figured that out, and it was like. So then you just started playing with the gamepad, right? They just expected you to play it like Res. You're supposed to just tuck that between your little cheeks and keep jumping. What? <laughs> also, of everything. It reminded me how shitty the 360's D pad is because, for whatever reason, by default, 
it only accepts directional control from the D-pad, not the analog stick. And mm. the Xbox 360 D-pad is the shittiest shit ever. Don't call it a D-pad. That's probably a license. That's probably a licensing problem. problem yeah. I don't. TM. It's a directional the, input. The pad is terrible. I had to remap it. That's an apostrophe pad. The iPad is cool though. They got the some iPad. neat games on that. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. It was Jake weird. is still tapping his it foot for his iPad to come, in, my to come in the mail. From iPad Steve Jobs. I don't own for some reason. Really? You didn't just yeah. It linked into it. Nick Brecken's iPad though. Oh weird. yeah, that was yeah. bizarre. You excited for your iPad, Jake? Yes. Still very excited. For I don't it. have it yet though, so let's not talk about iPads. All right. Oh, you're gonna get all weepy about it. I did play Plants vs. Zombies on uh, Chuck Jordan's iPad it's good this on the morning, iPad. standing in front of his cube. If you like Plants vs. Zombies and don't like having a life anymore... Yeah. It's cool because of the multiple input, so you just end up becoming like a your right, where claw you're just like, beast. Harvest all sons. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or you just you wish... Claw beast. I don't know. You just wish you had tentacles. You wish you were like turned into a Cthulhu monster. <laughs> you wish so you, you could place could... even more flowers in a field like, like, simultaneously. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's very fun on the iPad. Yeah, that seems like more of an iPad game than an iPhone game, at least to me. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I have but really, I have really lot of interesting. It's, yeah. It sucks to go back to a pointer on that one particular game. Mm. I usually don't think that's the case. Well, I think there are. I mean, I had a really interesting experience with the iPad at work. I mean, we did it touch you? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Touch me where my iPad goes. Show you a touch. Um, touch on the iPad where the iPad touched you. <laughs> <laughs> but uh. I played. I was playing our game on it, um, and uh, I was really your game. Well, Telltale's game, Sam and Max, it came out on the iPad. Telltale's um, Vanaman without plugging it, but um, you do have a really visceral connection to the media. A visceral game. It's a visceral game. Actually, we partnered with Visceral Games on uh, oh, on this game. All iPad games partner with Visceral Games. In yeah, spirit. they're the exclusive licensor of games. <laughs> Wow, Jake. Anyway, you I have a really that. Cur- you just said that. You have a very... I know you made nice me say Nice one, Jake. It. Nice joke, Jake. <laughs> Jake <laughs> Ruiner. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Um, <laughs> nobody's going to know what that is. But you have a very interesting and, like, I think a very awesome connection to whatever you're It's a magical device. It's, it, it, but the thing <laughs> is, is, like, you understand why they use that word in their bullshit marketing. What, magical? Yeah. Is that the word they use? Yes. It just, it's interesting. Like, I can't really, I haven't figured out what the I word is I know why they use the word magical, because it. it's interesting. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up. Let's not talk about the iPad anymore. <laughs> Fucking A, you become, you say one good thing about the iPad in this group, and all of a sudden it's... What, Jake? Hell? Are you kidding? Jake's fucking Mr. iPad. He I know, but he's, he's totally been, like, trying to duck every... The iPad, you say the word iPad, and he ducks like a baseball's getting thrown in his head. He doesn't want to have to say that he's so excited. I a baseball in his head every time someone mentions the iPad. So now he just has a Pavlovian response to it. <laughs> yeah, Sorry about that, that Jake. But yeah, no, playing games on that device is actually really interesting. It's fun. It's oh, you magical. mean magical? <laughs> Those are synonyms. So <laughs> yes. everything C- interesting, interesting, interesting is magical. magical. <laughs> nature. Ma- are you saying magic is like not interesting? Everything, everything interesting is, is magical. magical. Artisanal and Tuscan. <laughs> Visceral games. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that reminds me of the fucking insane clown posse video. Have you guys seen I've, this show? I told you on Saturday <laughs> that I refuse to watch this. I don't want to talk about it because it's so off topic, but just really quickly search for... <laughs> I don't want to talk about no, it. I'm Here's the URL. Really saying, Here's my impressions of this insane no, no. clown posse video. I'm just going to say, search <laughs> for the insane clown posse video miracles or something like that. You will not regret watching this fucked up, hilarious, weird, retarded thing. It's but you very might. interesting. It's extremely interesting. Hey, Chris. Yeah? 
The people who listen to this, do they send you emails? Oh, sometimes they do. We call that reader mail. Reader mail. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm new, so I don't know exactly what you've branded all of your segments, because I know this is a very segment-driven podcast. It's true. We are at the schedule, the part, point in our schedule where we... Your, oh, produ- your producer is giving me we've the... Just, we've just finished what you've been playing. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's time for um, the mailbag. It's true. It's the mailbag. Mm-hmm. The That's horse mail. The horse mail. The horse <laughs> <laughs> Did I tell you about my mom IMing me what a horse bag was? No. Yeah. That's because we, we made fun of the fact that your mom would be listening to it. Yeah. Like, so your mom actually did listen to and it? And then my mom then actually saying, did listen to the like podcast because right my we, mom follows me on Twitter. We were talking Twitter. about how Mrs. Vanman was listening to it. And the first thing we said was, horse bag, horse yeah, bag. Yeah, I go, mom, if you're listening, bag. which is possible. And then Steve's wow. like, hey, Mrs. Vanman, horse bag. And my mom just text messages me, Sean ellipsis horse bag <laughs> i'm like mom they're just being guys on a podcast i'm so sorry i it's love a you patented horse controller that I inflates think, <laughs> i don't think my mom knows what a podcast is like literally oh my mom is savvy oh, savvy yeah. oh yeah this is gonna be on her ipod touch faux Whoa. show yeah, yeah your she, mom exists in a different world than my mom nah, it's weird but uh she she's not she's just really into neat stuff i guess Great stuff. <laughs> so approximately 90% of reader mail this week was directed <laughs> purely at Steve Gaynor because his company is making an XCOM game now. So we're going to so talk about it. Yeah. What do you got? What's the first one? Let's go. Um, okay. Um, it's going to be good. Hey, Thumbs. Hey. hey. Matthew Grosvenor writes Scoopscom. Uh, the news, Babu and Salutations, the news rumor of a 2K Marin, uh, 2K Marine is what he wrote. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the underwater 2K, they got so into Bioshock, they, they, Bioshock, ba- yeah, they yeah. sunk the studio into the bay. So he basically <laughs> says, awesome. people know about the XCOM game, etc. Fans of the original, some of them are mad, people have no idea what XCOM is, are unsure, possibly happy. Given the thumbs penchant for PC gaming from years past, discussions on design, not to mention Steve's place of employment, I was hoping to hear your insight on the matter. Now my question. If you've made a game as successful as Bioshock 2, have a brand name recognizable among the average aged gamer, are you not going to attempt something outside of the FPS genre? I'm not saying you have to redo the original game with new graphics or anything, or that 2K Marin can't do as they please. Um, But the previous XCOM shooters have been shit, and the original game's mechanics don't really lend themselves to FPS-style play. Etc. Actually, you know what? Go he ahead, Matthew. PS no, no. before Continue. he signs his name. Um, oh, really? He put a PS? That's, so it's actually a prescript. <laughs> yes, it is. So PS <laughs> accurate. So, wait, so yeah. um, I think our official comment on this is we probably have nothing to say about this and shouldn't. Nope. And even if Steve was here, we probably couldn't answer a lot of these questions. Okay. As somebody who works as a developer, I bet 2K is going to do the things they do really well, and then they're going to do interesting new things to support the license. Oh, you mean magical things? Magical things. <laughs> That's good. You guys say interesting all the time, by the way, as a listener. Well, now we're going to say magical. <laughs> Thank God I've killed interesting for this podcast. If I have done one thing this day, <laughs> it's killed one word. Now, you've basically, what you've done is you've made us incredibly self-conscious. So we'll still say it, but every time we do, we'll pause we'll say, and try magical. to not say magical or say it uh, and ruin it even further. So you've made the podcast even worse. And now I see you're taking pleasure. <laughs> you got some sort of raptor claw on your hand. <laughs> Some guy near you seat on a helicopter. <laughs> I tied yeah, it. There's not, like 18 more did. questions about XCOM that we probably have nothing to say about. I would so, point to my previous question, uh, or previous <laughs> answer, saying they're going to do the things that they do well. Stephen Lemire writes, hey, and thumbs. other good stuff. 
Jake's TF2 right. Adventure. I was just right. wondering how Jake and Telltale were doing in the developer TF2 tournament. I just got into the competitive side of TF2, and it's pretty astounding how differently it plays under standard comp rules. 6v6, no crits, even spread, etc. It's almost a completely different game. Anyway, glad the cast is back up and running. Good luck, Jake, Steven. Uh, I mean, we we played with the server set to tournament settings and stuff, but the only rules mm -hmm. basically were class limits, so there weren't yeah. there weren't limits on crits or on... Uh, on it felt like playing, on, as on somebody who doesn't items. know all that stuff, it felt like playing TF2 when we play every day, except I couldn't, we couldn't have oops all soldiers. It basically meant that when we totally, totally lost to LucasArts Disney, we weren't able to literally just turn our team into 100% snipers because there was a class <laughs> limit. So we had to disguise, and we had to turn some of them into spies disguised as snipers. <laughs> um, God, they just destroyed. It. They was, shamed us. We didn't even practice that week, though. We practiced for the next week. We've been shamed. We were shamed week by week by week. Up until up until fucking Net Devil Lego MMO team, who we schooled <laughs> in like a few minutes. It was Served watching that watching that round is fun. We, we it's on YouTube. We knew that LucasArts Disney was going to destroy us <laughs> to the point that we didn't even practice on that map. We just practiced for the Net Devil Lego yes. map. Luke Skywalker and Mickey Mouse were gonna high five over our corpses. Well, how did you guys know they were gonna destroy you? So because bad, they right? they had not lost, and they everyone oh, like oh, the oh. talk was those are like the best fucking guys, and they're all in the same goddamn team. Okay, so there's a group, there's a Steam group. Okay, yeah. and so we this also is what knew. I think is ridiculous, right? Okay, <laughs> explain explain this to me. Why does the best team ever get to combine the best people from LucasArts well, and Disney? Fucking Telltale Games. It's because fields the, an entire it's team itself. The, Bioware and EA and fucking everyone in the world teams up. We agree with this. I agree with your sentiment because we literally were like, can we scrap people? Like, you want it? Like, we're like, I was under the impression getting the Studio Rumble that, like, it would be Bioware, they would get their 10 guys plus, like, Susie from accounting, and they would just, like, like a softball team. Like, I played corporate yeah, yeah, softball yeah. at my last job because yeah. we were big enough. I think some and it, seasons, I thought it was going to be like that. I think some seasons it, it was not. Like they fielded, like, I feel like they it could, was like. I mean, it seems like everyone else gamed it so that they would have, like, assassin tryouts. It, it, it wasn't deliberate. It's just that I don't I don't think people could field huge teams, so it was just the diehards from those companies. Well, Bioware's a small studio. I mean, they have. Well, I don't you know. know. <laughs> the, the, the preference in the studio, it's true, they thing, are, yeah. it is, like, they prefer to have teams that are studio based. But we are sixty people who make adventure games. I know that's God damn it. Well, like what? The, it was awesome. It was really fun. Like I think Harmonics fielded a full team, but they were in the other division. Like there were two ladders okay. running basically, mm -hmm. and uh, the Net Devil fielded two whole teams. Yeah. And oh, okay. Net Devil. See the reason. Here's what was going on. Net Devil Lego, like us, had lost every game in the season, and we said, "Oh man, maybe if we spend two weeks instead of one week, we can beat this one team that has also lost." <laughs> because you're on a different thing. map every week uh -huh. under so different you, rules. You know in advance, so we know yeah. that we're going to be on a uh, the one. What is A B C D? I don't remember. It's the one. With, whatever. It's the one with five points where you can capture the last point first if you want, but you have to be a scout and jump to it. It's a good level. It's a great map. It's really oh, yeah, good. That, this is a really good map. It's, I forget what it's called, but it's awesome. Yeah, it's it fun. is yeah. a fantastic but, map. Uh, so I feel kind of bad for the Net Devil Lego guys because they also were like, "This is the one time we got." And Telltale's <laughs> lost every match, but then we actually hilarious. The team played reasonably well, and it's fun if you go and watch the YouTube video. We like we knew that that they were probably at our same skill level, so they could probably be faked out by our same stupid like Mighty Duck shenanigans. <laughs> uh, there was a flying V. <laughs> so like you know, there's a thing where uh, basically at the beginning of the round when we were attacking. Uh, we just started shooting rockets out of the spawn uh, 
so that they would think that perhaps some sort of conflict was occurring at point A. Well, well, three or four scouts. There was a wag the dog scenario uh, at point A. And it apparently, well, it, you can tell that were because even the server admin was fooled because the camera in the spectator thing is just pointing at point A and looking at these explosions, <laughs> and then it goes, boom, enemy is capturing your point or whatever. So this really and is and then, like an underdog sports movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's, like, it's <laughs> just like four X, six X on point E, and then the camera just like shakes and it goes fucking <laughs> flying, clipping through the map to get to E, and you just see three scouts sitting there, and then like the heavy rolls in and, th- and soldiers to just to just firing rockets at, the, at their like, spawn to keep yeah. people out of it and then we just won it was hilarious oh man <laughs> i couldn't actually play the game which sucked because i was sequestered in a room secretly making an iphone port ipad uh, ipad i mean mm-hmm. uh and then i just hear this Woo! and uh, <laughs> i opened the door and it was the end of the goddamn mighty ducks outside in our office it was hilarious <laughs> that's rad but it is funny because i keep picturing uh like when it's like you're playing Bioware EA, I keep we're playing pic- against yeah. Like I picture the team as like the fucking Mass shepherds, Mass Effect yeah, to like Dante, <laughs> shepherds uh, Dante and the girl from Mirror's Edge, and, and you guys are like Guybrush three point, right? But then yeah. it's like, oh man, Lego guys. <laughs> This little <laughs> we, can take, we can take out the Lego guys, but like whereas before that we're just, just an arm popped out of socket and tear right, down the right, side exactly. of the face. <laughs> right, like the toys who are ruined. Yeah, yeah. right. So like yeah, the guys the guys whose whose corporate mascots are like a, a dog who doesn't talk and builds wacky machines and uh, Guybrush Threepwood or like Phone Bone or something. I don't know. Uh, just getting rolled in a half by like Shepherds. by like Darth space Vader and Space Marines and shit. Uh, but you know. We, we, you can beat up. I guess like, you can beat up some Lego man. The mini figs. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was it was really fun actually. And I don't know. You, you guys have talked about TF2, I imagine, on this cast, but the game is amazing. Like I, this is my first introduction to the game, and it was every class is a different game. It's really weird. Like so, I got addicted to the spy. The, towards the, 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 sort end. Of the fortress gameplay model is good. Is what you're saying? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> this like type of multiplayer game that's now endured for a decade at least. I don't know. Yeah. I had ne- I had played a little bit of TFC yeah, way back like in the day. Years now. But like yeah. playing that spy is like playing an entire you're like, oh I'm just gonna be an actor and play a totally different game than the rest of you. Oh my God. It's so good. good. Yeah, we had a lot of fun playing that. So good question. Thank you. Um so Samantha L Oh I will right. say one more oh, yeah. thing. One more which thing. is that just just for kicks, uh the week after we after we won that one game, we uh, we all put on Telltale shirts and found the shittiest corner in the office and took a really uh, took a fake team photo of our whole <laughs> team trying to look tough or confused. And we'll be putting that up on our blog in the next couple of days. So if you want to visit Telltale Games blog, you might that finally will go up soon. A Sweet. stupid stupid photo, but yeah, Let's and out, maybe yeah. links to those YouTube videos of us destroying the Lego guys, <laughs> Lego Massacre, yeah, yeah. twenty ten. Anyway. So Samantha L writes, "Hey guys, Girl. I I know you were looking hey, Samantha. for questions instead Sean, of anic- anecdotes. What? She can call me. So how about an at eight, at five five wizard on? <laughs> how did you know? So how about an anecdote with some questions at the end? All right. So she says, I used to hate all games with guns. I'm a very anxious person and hated the tension associated with fighting. I loved watching my brothers play games, however, and have a lot of fondness for games like Half-Life and Mafia. This past Christmas, our family bought an Xbox 360, and I decided it was time to jump in and shoot some dudes. I picked up Fallout 3, which ended up being the perfect game to start with. Besides the game being awesome, Vats took off the pressure of combat while I figured out the controls and strategy. I put about 200 hours across three characters into the game and decided to look for more games. Now I'm working through Half-Life and Bioshock. Do you have any suggestions of must-play must play games for a relatively inexperienced gamer? This wow. is I really like that email because that reminds me of one of my friends, Kyle, who was not really a big gamer, but had that same experience with Morrowind, which is which is another Bethesda mm-hmm. game where he's not 
does not play a lot of games, but I remember when Morrowind came out, he got it on his PC because I don't even think he had a console at the time of his own and uh, just put hundreds of hours into that game. And like that was the right blend of mm-hmm. kind of real time stuff, but not twitchy, like gamer game, game game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was it was interesting to see that whenever that game came out, 2003 or something. I don't know. Yeah. So we owe Samantha some recommends. Yeah. One of the, I don't know, one of the classic she she's ones. Playing, she's playing Half-Life in Bioshock? Yeah, I think she said Half-Life in, oh, Half-Life in Mafia is what she said. Bioshock is, would be, no, oh, she's working through Half-Life in Bioshock. And, and she, she also mentioned Mafia. Mafia. Yeah. Man, it's, it's like, this is like, like, you kind of like, when I give a friend like a book I, who they haven't read, you yeah. know, there's kind of that envy on like, you don't even know what's coming. I know, yet. it's the best, yeah. Oh, one of my go, go-to games for this is always Beyond Good and Evil, mm-hmm. uh, because I just thought that game was so cool and fun and well-made and what it's such a great world and not a crazy hardcore nutso game like it was just a really pleasant awesome fun experience i liked I, the entire game That game doesn't have guns in it though does they, do they need to have guns? i thought this was shooting games yeah, well i mean I, I don't think it has to have guns you shoot like a melee attack i don't know she said do you have any suggestions of must play games for a relatively inexperienced gamer Mm. I don't think she demands they have guns now that she's willing to play a game with guns. You should probably play, play Portal as well. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely obvious, play Portal. Obvious yeah. one. And, the and that'll also, what'll be nice about Portal is you'll bone up on your, your FPS chops without that stress that you were talking about. That game, yeah. Until game there's those turrets stress, that murder you. Yeah. Right, but I mean, it, 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 it introduces you to that yeah. really nicely. You know. Um, God, play Portal. Yeah, Portal um, is, is standout in that respect. Uh... It's so funny, like it's like somebody's called you. I don't. I, don't, I want to play video games. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I hope you're happy with do murdering that. hundreds of dudes. <laughs> um, what games I just. I am so I'm the worst like, person to answer this question because I'm playing Far Cry right Two right now, <laughs> like in total thumb. I am playing that game right now. Uh, so you'd recommend Clint Hawking's Far Cry 2? Clint Hawking's Far... Mr. Hawking's uh, Far Cry 2 is a good recommend. Oh, man. You know what game doesn't really fit the tone of this email, but I want to mention it anyway as a seg that people should still play is The Last Express by Jordan Mechner. We <laughs> talked about that last week, didn't we? Yeah, but the reason yeah. I bring it but up is because... So remember how last week I said Jordan Mechner told me he is working on some way to bring oh, yeah. Last Express back? Paul Verhoeven. Yeah, yeah. Paul Verhoeven's going to make <laughs> a movie. This is not technically confirmed yet, but he told MTV, he's like, yeah, I'm working on this movie. It's based on an existing franchise. It's set in 1914, and it's kind of like Hitchcock meets Indiana Jones. And they're like, oh, really? Is it a book or something? He's like, no, no, it's a different thing. And they're like, what is it? And he's like, oh, it's another kind of property. And they're like, what? What? Uh, game. It's a video. It's a video game. It's a video game. There's no other fucking video game <laughs> set in 1914 at all, except for maybe some World War One game, uh, like which no one makes, which very few people have made. Yeah, the History Channel made one, I think. Um, that so, is remotely anything like Hitchcock like, and uh, Robocop like, and Starship Troopers. You will <laughs> love the last express yeah mm-hmm. a like weird quiet plotting pre- train like, mystery old world, uh, like, uh, agatha christie <laughs> adventure game yeah with with an egg with a fabric i want to give samantha games <laughs> yeah i want to give i want to give samantha games all right this is it. um i mean i want to i don't have any on tap oh. as i'm saying i have the <laughs> i have the desire to give her if you the games. readers have game recommendations that a person should play who hasn't played that many games but has shot a fucking face in half-life now and thought it was cool that's a really good idea, Jake. Send a game in to questions at idlethumbs.net. We'll wait for your answers, then we'll edit them back into this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can talk about them next week. And post this to an internet. Oh, oh, oh that's better. But idea. after this coming week, oh. stop sending them in. If yeah. you want to play, like, if you want to play, um, this is something that 
Steve's been talking about um, and another friend. But uh, if you want to play a third-person open-world thing, oh, Bully. Bully is a really yeah. great example of really cool. thematically you're going to be in a different space. You're not going to be like, oh, a space marine or you're not going to be a dude who's buff as shit shooting faces. You're going to be a kid in school. And it's a really, really kind of interesting open world. It's magical. It's a magical open world <laughs> game. Uh, it's very quirky, but also uh, has some of the violent stuff too. It's so. got some some magical mechanics that... Uh, you play it with you know, your mind. It's magical. It's sort of, you know... Get bullied for iPad. It just came out. There are various points of magic in that game. Yeah, yeah. For so. sure. <laughs> anyway, play Bully. No, Bully is really awesome. Jake and I, we, we, we traded off controller for a while in that game, right? We, we did like a few hours in it, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. We never got game. into the town, though, because we, we, yeah. we're lame. Or if you want to shoot faces, I think you can probably grab a GTA episode now without having to get the whole Oh, yeah. Game. You know what? They just came out. They, well, not that I'm recommending this specifically, <laughs> but just as a side note, the GTA 4 episodes just came out on Steam, and I, I already had um, uh, Lost and Damned on 360, and I, I grabbed it on PC, and I, I hadn't played uh, Ballad of Gay Tony yet, and I started playing that last night, and it's, I just reminded me, goddamn, what a well-constructed, cool world. Like, th- it also reminded me, even though I, I do have some issues, like I alluded to a couple weeks ago, with, you know, the dissonance between the straight-up just telling you a story in a cutscene, and then also you get to be a fucking maniac. Like, there's a little bit of dissonance there, but I don't know. Within the context of video games, those guys do it about as well as yeah. oh, for you sure. could it's possibly good. hope. I mean, like, the, the writing in those games reminds me of, like, guilty pleasure kind of gangster crime movies that are yeah. not great but or you really pulpy, enjoy really good and pulpy really, comics yeah you know and and they do that so well like it's a people get carried away and talk about oscar winning screenplays and shit but like what those games do right, try it's to not do, that like, but it's fun yeah it's not that but it's fun and it's really convincing and it's mm-hmm. what it's trying to but be games like, are art chris games will be art heavy rain <laughs> that's true <laughs> <laughs> but like just the even just in the ballad of gay tony like the two the two characters that you're first introduced to, right? Like this, uh, uh, I think his name is Louise. You know, this like mm-hmm. sort of second in command to Gay Tony who runs these <clears throat> nightclubs. Like already those two guys are some of the most unique and interesting characters I've ever played in a video game just by virtue of like their demographics. That's how single-minded games are that mm-hmm. even just by having like a gay guy and a Hispanic guy, it's already outside of the normal sphere of what you do in every single other video game. And like, except that, for my shepherd, who is the gay Hispanic. That's, that I made. that's true. Yeah. Um, Dracula. But, and like, it's Dracula not, shepherd. Yeah. 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 Man. <laughs> also missed. Did you name yours Dracula? Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I originally, well, I originally had made a girl and I wanted to call her Dr. Girlfriend, uh-huh. but it got it to guard a girlfriend. Yeah. And then I sat there for about you 30 seconds and I said, what's DR? another cool name? And wrote, Dracula. Because <laughs> you added the DR in there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the <best. laughs> I just moved forward. That's so awesome. I'm like 10 hours or 12 hours in is Dracula ship. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So. Oh, no. But I mean, and I'm obviously. I'm like, think for Shannon. Or what? Um, no, I mean. Samantha. Sorry. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, you can play these episodes too. Susan. But I don't want to, by the way, I don't want to imply that just because you make a character like of a that's just not regular cultural that's what yeah. you want no, i mean that doesn't mean obviously your characters are good or your writing's good but also they are if your character's a white dude you're a hack <laughs> yeah pretty much if, yeah yeah you're, you're automatically racist and bullshit so wow yeah the more you know do we have what more reader emails or are we done because we might be done. We're, we're pretty much done i will actually <laughs> since you mentioned uh, there's an email that ties into uh since you mentioned racism and since you mentioned racism no someone wrote alhambra uh, Jared Garst writes, 
will we ever see the Citizen Kane of games of movies? That is, will we ever see a movie that captures the narrative and dramatic sophistication of the Citizen Kane of games? That's (laughs) his email. I just really like that email. I'm going to need it one more time. All right. His email is entitled The Citizen Kane of Games of Movies. Will we ever see the Citizen Kane of Games of Movies? That is, will we ever see a movie that captures the narrative and dramatic sophistication of the Citizen Kane of Games? I just <laughs> I just really like that the Citizen Kane of Games has turned into such a self-contained buzzword that now, like, it's not even related to film anymore. It's just the Citizen Kane of Games. It's this incredible hypothetical achievement in video game narrative design if it was, that film might hope to someday replicate. If it would have been Citizen Steve, you wouldn't hear Citizen Steve of Games. It's because Kane and Games sound good next to each other. I've decided <laughs> just officially that's why. It's because Kane and is also a totally the movie's badass. Pretty, the movie's yeah. okay. It's a totally badass name. Rosebud. Video games! <laughs> Uh, okay i guess we're done all right thanks for having me thanks for having me on guys you're welcome thanks sean for coming to the podcast questions idle thumbs on i five five wizard on thank you it's the ides of april you don't have to say that i'm saying it okay because the ides of april 2010 is hilarious (laughs) that sounds like a fucking ea presents like (laughs) visceral games the ides of april 2010 (laughs) Some one month late assassination of Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what if it's Julius a, Caesar survived the assassination <laughs> yeah. attempt on the Ides of March and lived for thirty more days? And they came back for more. <laughs> You've got to, yeah. You have thirty days to fucking kick ass. You have thirty ass. hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have thirty hours. <laughs> what? La- it's, it's Julius Caesar's <laughs> last like day. An hour day night cycle in the game every mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Well, then, then it's no longer, it's not the odds of, you've got to do that. Well, no, but I mean, the in-game world just gives you uh, one day lasts for one hour inside the game. Oh, okay. so exactly. And the game starts on March 15th, after you've been stabbed by Brutus. Right. Mm-hmm. Then you have to, but you're, you're you're to tap A over and over to get back power up. Yeah. That is, you know. Oh, or that. And then the enemies from there on out are called the Brutes. They'll come after you. <laughs> yeah, they totally are. And when, <laughs> when you fucking, when you stab one of them in the face with like a crazy finishing move. He's like, at two. <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a shotgun is just fucking cocked every time right before in. he explodes. Yeah. <laughs> the year stab zero. In the face and they just exp- the head explodes. <laughs> right. uh, I'd play that. <laughs> You're horrible. Sorry. And there's a guy a named Hard Life and Job. That guy. Yeah. There's a guy has. who's like. Who, who, <laughs> we record all the worst stuff now. <laughs> yeah. There's a guy whose name is Ball Sack, and I was Ball like, Sack. <laughs> yeah, but it was misspelled. You know. Yeah. Wasn't just B A L L. I was referring to space ball sack. sack. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's talking to the ball sack, the giant puff up balloon that you yeah. can get that you bounce around on and sit on and stuff. I think I forget. Yeah, sit, sit on, on my, my ball, ball sack. sack. <laughs> that was the theme. <laughs> That's just like Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket. Oh, yeah, balls come out Mr. His mouth. Bucket. Yeah. Put a ball in his face. No, it's. it's, it's <laughs> I don't think that's what it is. I'm pretty sure it's not what that's, happens. That, well, that was the sequel where you just, it's this weird sort of, stuff. Get the fuck get in there. Where you put, you put the balls into the tea bag. Oh, oh and then you dip them yeah. into his. You dip them, yeah. But face. then, but then your balls pop out of his mouth for sure. Though that's definitely <laughs> right. in the slogan. The balls pop out of his mouth for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Bucket. Mr. Bucket. <laughs> your balls, balls pop out, out of his mouth for, for sure. sure. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> Some parts sold separately. What? Some parts sold separately. Oh. I always say that at the end. Balls. Your parents help you hook it up. Yeah. That was always fucking bullshit, by the way. When they show those giant goddamn Hot Wheels tracks that were just like, 
this is gonna fucking yeah. dominate your house. It's like well, some all, parts all sold separately. That's what all kids have. Well, like, uh, yeah. The Hot Wheel track. Uh, or, oh, Hot Wheels. I thought you meant big wheels that you ride. No, I meant no, Hot Wheel track. Hot wheels track. Like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to. My right. parents are gonna have to clear out their room so I can just like <laughs> put my giant ass loop de loop in here. Nope, you got like four square feet of right. track. You can yeah. make Enjoy. most of a figure eight. <laughs> <laughs> some parts sold separately. Yeah, he just oh. makes a little oval. Right. My entire out. life was ruined by some parts sold separately. <laughs> you never got those extra parts. Oh, that should be a blog post, actually. I never got those extra parts. <laughs> those Sean parts Manaman, that were sold comma, separately, my parents did not buy. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Nor did they help me hook it up. God, no. My balls came out of his mouth. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. For sure. <laughs> IGN.com. Tell you about grandeur. the 45 I minutes mean, I was, spent oh, when I man. found the fucking... Nobody told me there was a fucking hang glider in that game. And I was like, I wonder what's with this path that goes to nowhere. Oh, fucking hang glider! (laughs) What the fuck? Why is that here? Picked it up, ran towards the edge of the thing, right into the ground. (laughs) (laughs) Like, dropped, like, because there was, like, a ledge that went, like, uh, probably, like, 40 feet. Another fifty feet into water, and I landed on the ledge. Just like a cartoon was, where you bounce down, yeah, and then like, go, go, and like, I'm like, ah, my health is all jacked. So I put like fix myself and flip it over, and now it's stuck in between this rock crevasse. <laughs> Forty minutes of me crouching and jumping, trying to move it out of there. <laughs> that's the funniest thing in a video game when you like can't, you won't give up yeah, on this so stupid like, little. I thing need this hang like, glider. Yeah, <laughs> crouching and jumping and fished it off, and then it went into the water and sank. <laughs> and then dude showed up in a fucking boat and lit my ass up. <laughs> See, this is a good. Story. Story already. <laughs> All right, I'll tell that story. Uh, Far Cry 2 never never stops being hilarious. Yeah. And good. Far Cry 2. <laughs> uh, it it never stops being on our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what you meant to say, actually. Yeah. By hilarious, you mean mentioned. Yeah. It's Pres- a good game. Always. It's, it's a very good game. Present. I heard that it's a game. It's, it's also so good. Ugh, it's 